This is Camping While Awesome. My name's Warren. I am Lane. This is Ali. And we are coming to you live from... Live-ish. An undisclosed location. But we have something to catch you all up on. No more ants, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, We're uh, really trying, though, here. I, <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, Ollie, what do you got going on here? By the way, happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, happy birthday, Thank Ollie. you. Thank you. Today's the actual day? Today is the actual day. Yep. Do you That's know how old you are? <clears throat> yes, I do. Okay. That's why he's spoiling himself. Yeah, what do you got going on here? I'm spoiling myself with two little... Two micro, little... Micro-sized... Reese's peanut butter cups. And by the way, that's white chocolate? That's sacrilege. It's kinda it's not. <laughs> it's white chocolate is just cocoa milk. And he had a curly whirly. Cocoa milk. Whatever it's called. Cocoa? Allow me to introduce myself. Introduce myself. <laughs> Sorry. He had a curly whirly too. I had a curly whirly, dude. What is a curly whirly? You know, this is one of those things that I picked up while I was in uh, in London, and it was extremely delicious. Is it chocolate? Uh, it is basically like a little twirl of kind of a little bit more dense caramel. Oh, okay. And then it's covered in milk chocolate, and it's really simple and delicious. It looks very British. We were commenting that it looked like something that Charlie would eat. When he went to the little candy store or whatever. Yeah. That's right. Hello, sir. Okay, I have one pence. <laughs> you can have a curly whirly. Yeah. You can afford the big I'd one, like Charlie. I'd like two curly whirlies, please, <laughs> and a rigmarole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, oh, how man. messed up to that movie. They let all the kids are playing. They're like sliding around on the ladder. He's throwing them free candies and stuff. Charlie comes in. He's like, money, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that part? No. Dude, they have this scene where it's like he's giving all the kids candy, all the rich kids and all this stuff. And then Charlie goes in, doesn't give him anything, dude. Would, uh, Willy Wonka says that? No, no. At the candy shop. Like before. Oh, I see. I the, see. The dude with the, you know. Gobstopper guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, not. Yeah, I guess. I'm so confused right now. So, yeah. I when he like goes to, to buy go. the tr the Wonka bars. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But dude, all the. he it has Everybody else scene. is just grabbing and them. He's, yeah. yeah he's yeah. singing the candy man can because yeah. he mixed it with love. Like that whole scene. And, and all the kids are just grabbing candies. Yeah. Eating yeah. Them, and he's and handing he them out. Charlie comes in. He's like, Charlie's like the poorest person I've ever seen in my whole life. And, he, and he like, you know, it's makes called, it's called theater. Or Lane, Lane, it's called theater. It's actually art. A movie. Art. It's, it's expressionism. It's, it's actually on movie. It's a book. Expressionism. Okay. Yeah, oh, it's messed up. Something dude. like that. In the book, they have to scrape. But they around. were very, very uh, poor. Know, poor. <laughs> Dude, they scraped together. They profiled him. They have one job amongst all of them. There's yeah. four grandparents. Yeah. One, the mom, the dad. Four of them don't leave their bed. No, four of them don't leave the bed. But and by the way, the laundry bill on that <laughs> duvet alone. But the I mean the that's dad, your dream, right? It's just it's the bed hotel thing, the brotel or whatever yeah. you're calling it, where all your dude friends like the dad, your, whatever like, friends you have, I don't know, get into a, like a giant bed and just hang out for like a weekend, <laughs> like a crash pad kind of. Yeah, crash pad. <laughs> that sounds pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been seeing a lot of sectionals come up on Instagram that are basically what I'm talking about. It's like a couch and an ottoman, but there's nowhere to put. You're like, it's all just one thing. Have you seen these? No, like a square. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I've seen these. You can buy them. Like, I think Love Sack, you can configure it exactly how you want it. Right. Yeah. It's like a U-shaped cool, couch, but the middle is a couch as well. So it's just like oh. a big oh, pad. Oh, it's U-shaped? 
like yeah, U shape, but the the center section yeah, is also, but it's like there's no leg room. Uh, crash interesting, bar. huh? Crash it's bar. interesting, but it's it's one of those things where somebody puts it in their like den or in their basement yeah. for like movie night with their old projectors. Yeah, they're not using it every it's day. a cozy they little setup. It. Yeah, it's like those giant bean bags. Or yeah, and it takes a you'd have to have a huge room. Right, you use it to like fold all your laundry clothes yeah. and stuff like that because it's a big flat space. And one person throws up on it. It's, it's kind of fun to have. Yeah, you know, and except for the cat. The cat's always on the couch, yeah. sitting in the corner. It's just, impossible to clean. The thing's yeah. just dirty. It's gnarly. Yeah. We have some. Uh, down dates for the listeners. Oh no. Kind of a sad one. We lost our entire episode of Camping While Awesome. Hence no podcast last week. We apologize. It's such a bummer. It's such a kick in the Warren Jamie. apologizes. And then kick in the James. Um yeah. my mic microphone. shorted out, but we didn't have headphones on to detect that. I didn't have headphones on. Warren's mic worked for the first ten minutes and then it just went dead was, maybe less than 10 minutes it was all right i mean we we're not yeah. that impressive on the mic anyway i so. mean we never I, I are that was like the best episode we've done and we were in the air it was stream. gold dude in the air it was stream. pretty good actually it was the best thing we you've visitors. ever heard this is like uh this is like um what's his name you know the best song you've ever heard yeah uh <laughs> jack black exactly dude yeah. tenacious d so. yeah we uh we were at the campsite at laguna seca kind of above turn five a little bit mm-hmm um, might we as well were, just get into it, huh? Yeah, we're, this is a tribute. We're, this we're is recording. We were recording from the back of the airstream, and there were random Drews and Peter B's walking by, and True. all of these, uh, all of these other shenanigans. Everything was going fresh on. in our mind, and we were. We yeah. dip, I think it was like an hour and a half episode. Yep. And we were just really firing on all we cylinders. And yeah. then a couple days I later, mean, nobody really cares about what Warren says anyway. So just post the episode <laughs> without Warren's. <laughs> Wow. I'm just joking. I love you, Warren. Happy birthday. I apologize. Happy birthday. I apologize. Happy birthday, Ali. Yeah, well, we could we could publish it. No, be no, pretty it's cool. okay. It would be pretty awesome, all that dead air. Yeah. <laughs> or awesome. us just, like, responding. I mean, it'll nothing. sound like 85% of the other podcasts that are out there. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Audio, audio quality was better than most podcasts, though. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, Thank you for that, Lane. Usually this doesn't happen to... Podcasts for you know a while. We've haven't had that many episodes of Camping While Awesome, but it finally lost an episode, which is such a bummer. So why don't we set the stage? Yeah, it's Friday afternoon, sun is going bright, <laughs> and we are all convening <laughs> in this little na- regional park called Laguna Seca. Wow, I love this intro. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Um, so. Camping while awesome. Historically, we do this at turn six and on Laguna Seca. And there's the Rolex. I always get it wrong. Rolex Motorsport Reunion. Motorsport and this is reunion. the Motorsport Pre Reunion. Right. And essentially, it's them practicing what's going to happen the following weekend. There are some races, though, to determine qualifying, I believe. No, they're full on races. No, no, it's, it's, a, it's a, a double week. It's a, okay. it's a double, yep. double points week or whatever. But not everyone does so both races. That's Yeah, the, exactly. So, so you, you get, get more points. Yeah, you get more points. And I think there's also uh, a tiebreaker thing. If you do these like double header weekends and I you're see. in a tie, you get the tiebreaker. That makes sense. There's a bunch good. of these little things in the rules. But it is a real race weekend. It's not yeah. like a qualifying or anything yeah, yeah. Like that. And it's very cool because not only are there cars on track, the pit is pretty full and there's nobody there. So we've done this for years. And if you are a driving while awesome listener, you know all about it. And maybe even come with us on these trips. So, um, 
you guys were proactive in getting sites and you got some new sites over towards turn five on the top of the mountain, which I actually might like more. I did not expect to like them as much as I, I did. That's for yeah, sure. I think I it was just the sheer, uh, the lack of noise during racing. And you say like, well, don't you want noise? You're going to the track to camp. Like that's why you went to the track, right? Well, yeah, but and you can still hear it. I know. And it's nice to be able to get away from it. And then if you want, you can go down close to the track and watch. But if you don't want, you're in this cool spot with, I mean, I thought to vibe. myself a bunch of times that like this spot is maybe even cooler because it's a little bit bigger, more open, less congested. But I will play devil's advocate a little bit. It it is super rad to be sitting above turn six. And I mean, just the watch aesthetic cars go by, and yeah. the aesthetic of turn six. Like, but I think everything else overpowers the the that one piece of turn six that makes it rad. I think going back to where we were, what what, did, what was it called? The chaparral. Chaparral, but it was above turn five. Yeah, above turn five, you could still see things. You weren't directly over the track like you are at turn six, but way more convenient driveway, better places to park, more hangout spots, easier to get in and out with bikes and stuff better like bathroom, that. <clears throat> bathroom access. Way better bathroom access, like all of that stuff. And and hookups for your RV. Oh, right. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we had power. To, yeah, we, we just like, had power to like plug in phone chargers and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. E-bikes. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think it would be bad to go back to the old Chaparral next year. Um, kind of see how it pans out. But yeah, maybe try to get that one corner spot, and then that would like, be the and then that one finish. right below that corner spot where the mm -hmm. Peterbilt was. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Like if we can get those two spots, and then maybe a couple more, it'd be rad because that, that whole hillside would be open for us. Yeah, that so. corner would be very cool. And we didn't get Jimmy jacked by the staff there as bad as we expected. Um, it was still a little bit of a unorganized Some light. Some light uh, parking Nazi stuff. Yeah, but she was just checking in to kind of like, yeah, you know, flex you, her muscles a little bit. And, and you talked to her, right? Yeah, I talked to her. Uh, she basically, she showed up. She started putting toe tags on a couple of people's cars that either didn't have passes. So here's the deal with Laguna camping. They, <clears throat> it seems like the way that you book uh, or the group that you book with is different than the group that's doing the enforcing. And so, or, or something, there's it's the or, same people, dude. I know, but they're no, the, the you, people that you buy. I'm telling you it's the same lady. Okay. Anyways, maybe it's probably the same person that doesn't know anything. They're, yeah. But what, here was the confusion was that like, we would get there, we have our spot for our vehicle or maybe two, two window tags. And they say, well, if you want to bring more people, you have to pay for them. We're like, okay, we'll pay for them. And they say, well, you have to wait until this time and come back to that spot and like do this. And maybe somebody will be there to pay for it. And it wasn't convenient. So they it wasn't make like it super inconvenient. It was off property almost. So that next morning there were a few of us that didn't have tags because we showed up like in the afternoon or, or people in, had asked, I need to pay for a parking yeah, spot. Exactly. And they said, no, you don't you just go exactly. to the lot. Like he has the, your passes they said. Oh so God. then we got a couple of toe tags. Lane was right there. I walked up and I basically kind of told the lady, I was like, we're trying to do the right thing. It's just not working. Like we sell me three more park parking passes right now. I'll give you my credit card. Just do it. And, and I think because we didn't put our guard up and we just like, please help us. She totally like melted 
from like the ice lady to this like kind of sweet, weird neighbor friend. <laughs> uh, you still don't want to cross her, but you're like, okay. So she, and then she, she even admitted, she's like, I make these toe tags myself. I, I, yeah, I'm the one that calls the toe tag. No nobody's going to get towed. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, once we talked to her and just told her we're trying to do the right thing and your process is just whack, she totally agreed with us and then she left us alone for the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. One other little note, the next year that we book, let's book all the way through car week. I agree. And I leave agree. the Airstream or whatever yeah, the heck no we have. No reason not to, right? I mean, it's expensive, but so is every other lodging option. Yeah. And it's pretty much like one of the premier spots you want to be in car week anyway. It's a little inconvenient for like small, like I'm just going to run to the store or I'm going to go to, you know, yeah. grab supplies. But other than that, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I think honestly, somebody could be quite comfortable tent cab camping or car yeah. camping or truck camping yeah. for 10 days at that site. Cause like, like Warren said, it's, it's really nice, clean site, not super dusty and amazing views. They like have the views. Are you kidding? Like they were gorgeous. Awesome. And there's showers too. So yep. it's not a real primitive site. This is, and there was a building right, like right across. And oh, yeah. I think during the main weekend, they actually have open that building concessions open. or something. No, it's just like a hangout room. It's a like group. A oh, room. See, they call it the group camping building. Yeah. So like for example, outside. Yeah. yeah. So next year we could potentially even book that whole group camping site, which is like those six sites right in the front of the building. And then you get that access to that building I too. I, I kind of like our little roundabout I do situation. Too, it was less exposed. Those sites were yeah. like right on the edge of the. Yeah. Mountain. Everybody drives through those sites and you're getting blasted by wind. No, no, our round, the, the spots that you chose lane were perfect. Yeah. Just trying to get that one corner spot that we didn't have and then maybe that one below it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And we could put like the Airstream below and then that top spot is for car camping. So the Airstream's kind of in the periphery for everybody. But the main spot is where we park all our cool cars and like that whole scene is. And it's not like obstructed by this big silver monolith. Totally. And we had seven spots altogether. Wow. Um, Tim didn't show up and he had a spot. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was it was a lot of fun. So Let's talk good, about who was there. Good crew. We had uh Peter B, Drew, um Nick, Nick, uh Ryan with Peter. The Volvo. People are just here. Kellen right was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there was a there was a yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sweet kid. I mean, we have like seven listeners and they're the ones that were at the campsite. So I'm just trying to do yeah, some shit. Some sorry. kid hanging out. So, <laughs> two some, kids. Yeah, there are two kids. Uh one of them was very, very nosy. Uh <laughs> well, yeah. There were there were people doing some interesting things at the campsite. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say grown learning, up things. Learning experience. Gr- grown up things. And this uh this uh nine year old saw some new things that yeah. will be ingrained <laughs> in his mind. Mm-hmm. But the dad of this nine year old was just was walking around, talking, yeah, commenting, yeah. just like all all fine with it. So yep. the shenanigans continued on. When in Rome, right? Yeah. Yep. Um and then as far as like access to the track, um this year Ollie brought and both of you guys brought e-bikes. Oh, brought them, yeah. yeah. We and brought uh, four e-bikes total. Four e-bikes and three, an electric three bikes, scooter. Three e-bikes and my cousin brought an electric scooter. Four e-bikes. What, what was the fourth one? It was my mountain bike. Specialized. The Zoos. Yeah. The Super 73. Yeah. And then my cousin brought his like stand-up scooter. Yeah. What was the other one? Oh, yeah. I guess you didn't bring the black one. I didn't bring the black Electra. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, we talked about this on the last episode, but that is the 
game changer. And then a bunch of other people brought, like Nick brought a mountain bike and some other people brought bikes. So And riding down to the pits is easy, but back up is a bit of a haul, especially where we were camping. It it was challenging. It's uphill, but man, that was... On the e-bike, it wasn't. No, no, no. I'm saying you could get away with just a regular bike. It would be a little bit more of a workout. Dude, they took like... Three minutes to go down there on the zoos. I was going 36 and a half miles know, it's an hour crazy. down that hill. Dude, it was, I was hauling ass. Yeah. Going up to the corkscrew was easy. Like, yeah, it's just a rad scene to have good quality e-bikes at this event or like a good electric scooter it was or a something. game changer, dude. Game, total we, game changer. We could like see everything. So Even if you quit freaking bail on one, like yeah. really hard, oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, if My you crash, still healing. If you crash anywhere, you're good. Don't need a helmet. I didn't realize Laguna Seca had so many rad little bike mountain biking paths. They're actually pretty hardcore. Too. Yeah, dude. And actually, they go that whole park. Yeah, I, oh, well, I knew there was like lots of sea biking. Classic yeah, I know the Sea Otter Classic. Mountain bike race is there, yeah. But I just didn't realize. And then they're know. so accessible. So like, if you're there for part of the week or whatever, like if I would have known, I would have brought my helmet. Yeah, and like a couple of us gone, gone on I would have loved that. mountain bike ride. Next year. Next year, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That'd yeah. be awesome. I mean, so yeah, I, uh, long, short story, long, short story, short. Um, Laguna I was on the zoo's, uh, BMX electric bike. It's really fast. Cause like 30 miles an hour on a straight on a flat ground, but, um, it has, it does not have knobby tires. It has like full on street tires and the rear hydraulic brake went out on it. So, uh, went on dirt and you don't have grip and then you only have your front brakes. Just not a good combination. Sketch. And I was going down this really steep hill that went down and the mountain was going down. Basically leaning into anyways, leaning in. Yeah. And I was leaning into the, so you're leaning into the mountain and going downhill. You're not just going straight down the hill. You're going sideways down the hill. Yeah. Uh, dirt was really soft. By the way, end. when I got to that spot, I turned right and I went down the normal uh, path yeah. that every, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Smart. Front end washed out. And my only choice was just to like basically fly over the handlebars. Um, luckily, I didn't get too hurt because I did have my camera around my neck with a 70 to 200 lens too. Oh, like sick. imagine that like hitting me in the teeth or mouth. Oh, oh my god! But I did go. Did you hit your head? I did go face into the dirt. <laughs> so, and I was wearing, I know, was I wearing glasses? The cool part is your face is already so messed up I know. just from normal life right. that you yeah. can't tell. Oh, I wasn't wearing glasses. I had just got a new set of contacts so I was glasses free um, but I did go mouth into the dirt <laughs> delicious so when I got up I just had a mouthful of dirt dude so I was just spinning it out and, and no stuff. one got to witness this no one got Ryan was ahead of me and he had already like taken off yeah yeah um, yeah but I popped up like it was my job uh, you know, like it, I think it's one of those, like a you lot of times you it. pop up like that, like, embar- like, uh, no one saw me. I'm all good. Chris Farley style. Yeah. You're like, no, no one saw me. I'm, yeah. I'm cool. And I, I popped up and I was just dirty. My hat fell off and it was all dirty and I had dirt in my mouth. And I was like spitting it out, jump right back on the bike, you know, and just ride off. And then I, I feel my leg is not just dirt on it. And it's just like fully skinned, dude. My whole calf <laughs> um, outside of my calf. Um, what is that part called? Shin. Anyways, no, the outside section, but, uh, yeah, just thigh. no, like out calf. Yeah. Oh, oh. The right side of your shin. 
Yeah, like, yeah. right side of my shin. I the call outside, it the, leg, the outside of your shin. Anyway, it was fully skinned, dude, and it st- it was stung so bad. So yeah, yeah, you showed up to the campsite, and I was like, something happened to you, dude. And you're like, yeah, I just totally stacked. <laughs> yeah. I was like, come over here, let me get the shower going. Yeah, and you're like, wash it off, washed it off with the oh, outside shower. Bending? I mean, dude, I not good. I sponge bath. <laughs> I probably get like some disease <laughs> so or something. Gross. <laughs> Well, oh, that was right when that lady showed up too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> and you were sponge bathing, bathing yeah, 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 yeah. Sponge yeah. bathing, by the way, oh, not yeah. bathing. So, anyways, <laughs> but I still had a great time. You um, did great. You yeah. did really great. Yeah. And the bikes were a, such a game changer. Unbelievable. Peter B innovated on the uh, Ego uh, s'mores oh, a little yeah. bit. Let's we, talk about that for well, a second. Well, he's got this little uh, kind of panini maker thing. It's small. Cast iron, yeah, like what is that thing made it's for? A, it's made for that. Yeah, oh, it's it for is. making like grilled cheeses on the fire. Oh, yeah. Okay, but the I think it's actually made for home use, like over your grill or your burner. Yeah, because the handle is so damn yeah, short. Yeah, that one is for the home use. So I have a bigger one that's okay. made for like fire. They're way way short. But uh, he had egos. He let them defrost a little bit, and then you just put little marshmallows, the baby Many ones, marshmallows. with your choice of chocolate. Sandwich that thing up. Put it in the fire. Unbelievable. It, so this thing is, you know, it's like cast iron, right? So, it, and it, and the marshmallows kind of ooze out, and then they get crispy on the outside. They make it kind of like they ooze out and make it all crispy it's good. on the ego. It, it was, yeah, it was. Very also, good. little side note, PSA, those chocolate-filled marshmallows that I found at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Okay. Yeah. Don't do it. I don't think the I have chocolate any. in the middle is not a little good bit chocolate. It's like horrible chocolate. First of all, second of all, it's kind of crumbly and not creamy. It, and it's not. Just don't do it. I'm out. No matter how cheap they are at Walmart, I think because they have it. to make a chocolate that like can, can yeah. sustain in there, and you know it's a whole thing. Right? It's also, just a whole thing. Try to compromise. Try to stick be, with analog and try to be better than Walmart. Try to be better than Walmart. Yeah, you could say that. Just try. Try not to go to Walmart. Uh, that was a good good treat. Uh, I heard there was some dark beer on hand and uh, <laughs> yeah, some other things. Yeah. People had a bunch a of time. beer went missing. Like people were crying about it. Like <laughs> all wondering like what happened. <laughs> I had a uh, uh, bond me. Oh wait, you know what we forgot to mention <laughs> because I know we went over it when we recorded last time. Huh. It's just skipping your minds. What? Head tent. Oh God! Stop. All right, you Get guys talk here. about head tents, please. <laughs> what are you doing over there? You're are you looking up how to buy a I'm head tent? Texted for my birthday. We have a lot of people. Oh, happy birthday! Let's talk about head tents for a second because this no. is something I actually didn't want to frustrate myself with. It's like if I were to buy like a really nice. I don't know, S-Class Coupe or something, and then I went and put, like, four Giottos on it, Warren wouldn't even walk up to the car to look at it. No, dude, it's one it's of those a, things he bought it, so he's, like, he's being very, like, stubborn about it. He's like, no, it's awesome. It's really good, guys. It's like a tool in your tool belt. You're not going to use it all the time, but when you need it's that tool. It's like the worst tool ever. Dude, it works. I would never put that tool in my tool belt. It's you don't like, backpack, though, so that's what I'm it's saying. It's like if you, if you bought a hammer and all the weight was in the handle and no weight was in the head. And you're like, no, I swear it's killer. Like, it works great. Yeah, it works great. Hammer. Yeah, an aluminum. Hey, hammer. look at this headless hammer. It's <laughs> great. Oh, and the hammer had a plastic head on it. 
Oh, those are good. Jeez. Those are good hammers. Hey, uh, it got a lot of love. People no, we really, did not. People loved it. It got zero no, love. Nobody no loved, one loved it. it. Really into it. Oh, <laughs> people loved making fun of you with it. <laughs> I think they were making hey, fun what? with me. With uh, you. Okay. Maybe with you. I mean, Warren, I don't, I won't, Warren I won't was hamming it up for sure. And he didn't use it either. No, I didn't. Way. And I was wearing it standing up. It's meant to be laid in. We know how it's meant to be used, okay. but it sh- just showed how ridiculous Ollie, it was. how much to sleep uh, one night camping in the head tent? Where? At like Laguna Seca. If the weather was right? Yeah. Where would a CPAP machine go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Darth Vader machine? Uh, I don't know. How much, huh? Well, you, you seem to hate it so much. It's like... 75 cents? A dollar? <laughs> oh, perfect. Next year, I'll bring it back. No, dude. I slept under the stars. I don't think I could do it. And it was like borderline too... Uh, too windy. Second night worked. was better. First night got kind of windy and cold. Windy. I was in a tent and it was perfect. I was super comfortable. You got a new guys. tent too. No, I got it last year. Oh, you did? Before last year. Oh, yeah, camping. yeah. Um, Full pop up style. Dude, it's so good. That's like such a game changer. Yeah. Previous years, you have Can the you normal. Tell us what you got exactly? Uh, no. I can't. All right. Cool. Previous it's years, I had a traditional tent that you have to like put together like a peasant and you, and it's like on the, has those little stretchy cords and you know, a traditional tent and you're losing pieces and you're trying to stick it all back in the bag and stuff. It's a nightmare. <laughs> this one, I got this, it's just the tent. You just unfold it and it pops up in the middle and probably a little done, heavier dude. than a regular tent, maybe a little bulkier, a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but, um, comes in a loose bag, which is nice. It just Great. fits in the bag perfectly. And if you're car camping, heavier is okay. It's totally fine. It's okay. And it's not heavy. And you brought it in the 911. It did. Camping out of the 911. Dude, the 911 is definitely not as campable as an iPhone. Hell no. Hey, bro. Because you brought those giant, like, folding cushions. Like, foam mattress. Foam mattress. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like, if you did an air mattress, like that twin size air mattress, you'd be on the ground. Then I'd wake up in the morning all miserable on a plastic thing. Okay, fine. Sweating. Speaking of beds, you were in the airstream. Gear review update. Yeah. Uh, Gear review bulletin. Do we need to make a little thing? Anyways, uh, Froley mattress. Gear review. All right. <laughs> like that? Froley mattress. Amazing. It's Come not on. a mattress. It's a Froley box bed spring. spring. Box spring. Awesome. Uh, we got um, we got a really nice twin size air mattress uh, from Amazon. And it was like the highest reviewed, like no name, China made, whatever. Has a compressor built into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it... I slept on that one night. Um, Does it inflate when it gets low but on its own or? It's no. supposed to, aren't it? Isn't it? Uh, I thought they can sense. A lot of them can sense. Like, yeah. And then they're just going off all night. Yeah. No, I think, I don't think you're supposed to do that because it doesn't know like how much pressure you want and like how to hold. I don't know. Anyways, this one held its pressure perfect and it worked great. Uh, I slept on it one night and then um, my cousin John slept on it another night. It was Totally. But great. on your Froley, which is for the, the listeners, like a fancy box spring. Yeah. You know, we talked about, this is one of the things that we talked about and lost on the last episode. So the Froley is this like interlocking plastic injection molded modular box spring thing. Uh, this German company makes it called Froley, F-R-O-L-I. Uh, we bought it and I basically put it under the already pretty good mattress that's in the Airstream. And basically it seemed to feel, it seemed to give you all of the feeling of a, it gave me all of the feeling of 
really big, thick memory foam mattress where it kind of gives in the right place and you kind of feel like you're like sinking into it a little bit. But unlike the thing that I hate the most about memory foam mattress was not the heat. It's the fact that when you're sunk into it, like getting out of your little hole is just like a pain. You have to kind of like roll out of it. I'm not the most agile person in the world. So uh, anyways, this is not like that at all. It's like true spring. So you move and the whole bed moves, but it has a lot more compliance than it has more compliance, but also still has really good support because it's kind of thin. I gave it a little sample lay. Uh, oh, I know you did. Very nice. Uh, the only bummer is quite expensive. So expensive. quite expensive. Like, like I mean, a I think that setup is probably seven hundred dollars. Yeah, just for the box spring. Yeah, and it's just like little pieces of plastic interlocked together. With spring, cool thing yeah. about it, the no springs. Oh, I thought it had metal underneath the plastic. No, nothing. It's all plastic. Just plastic. It's okay. all plastic, and you have resistance like these like little bands. Stringers. Give uh, you can yeah. add stringers if you want to make a certain yeah. section Got stiff it. or not. Or yeah, whatever. you can make so you can change it all up. Um, the cool thing is it it also like if you do move, it's only one area moving yes so it is yes. independent yeah it's rad and for something like an airstream that you're going to use like a bedroom a bed yeah. and use it a lot yeah it makes and sense. it's only two and a half inches thick or something the one we have yeah. i think so it's rad which is pretty good yeah um the other gear review bulletin news alert situation uh gear review i hey, i use the nomad grill oh yes this, uh, this is portable nomad grill briefcase grill. first time using it Steep learning curve. Uh, my recommendations: number one, do not buy the overpriced charcoal that they sell. Yeah, um, because just this use is regular Kingsford briquettes in a, or in hard a chimney, charcoal in a standard something. chimney yeah. that you would light and then pour it, dump it in. Yeah, put the grill over. Yeah. Number two, uh, if you want to get it really hot to where you're like doing burgers or like you know doing thin cuts of beef really fast you have to just load it with coal and let it get really hot before you start cooking it's not a situation it doesn't have as not as much airflow as you would want to be cooking really really high temperatures quickly you have to kind of you have to basically spend a little bit of time prepping the grill to do that sounds like a dud to me nope where it shines and where it makes like the biggest like thing is the the ability for it to be a proper portable smoker yeah so you can close the whole thing you can close the whole thing you can you have real cross flow there's a properly paced placed thermometer in the thing it's heavy as heck it's double walled so you're not like you know it, it and it just goes it yeah. works so as a smoker 10 out of 10 as okay. a grill as a portable grill Right now, I would say six, seven out of ten. So it is more of a smoker, though. Yeah, it's not about the high. But heat. I think, but I haven't tried to get a ton of high heat out of that grill. The reason I got it was because it's rectangular and it's easy to cook kebabs like on the grill that oh, way. Oh, I see. Uh, like a little Weber kettle grill that I know gets very hot and does basically everything perfectly just doesn't pack that nicely and it doesn't have the what about those the grill surface those rectangle webers that have the little legs that lock yeah over like the top. drew had those are gas no yeah, they are the, gas. yeah there's the other yeah. style yeah, they're gas so how much is that nomad i know the weber that you're talking you know about what i mean too. Those yeah, weird yeah. legs that are it was expensive it was like 900 bucks oh jesus fail fail <laughs> fail <laughs> i've never even owned anything that was 900 i know me neither um it looks cool though and it got a lot of attention uh, it looks like a briefcase um, it's a cool grill and i'm glad cool. i got it and i think 
it's one of those things that as I, it's like the green egg. Like the first time you use your green egg, you're like, this why did I buy this? Crap. And then the yeah, second time you're and then you start term. learning how second to use it. Like, why did I buy this? this? Yeah. <laughs> third time you're like, and why did the 45th time you're like, I'm never using this thing again. And then like one person will say like green eggs are cool. And you're like, yeah, I have one. And then you're like, they are cool. No. Uh, once you learn how to, to leverage its strengths and weaknesses. And when people come over to your house, they go, Oh, you have a green egg. You're like, like, it's not a big, I don't want to make a big deal out of it. It's under the cover over there. I got almond wood over there. Um, I have oat wood. Oat wood? Yeah, I'm more into oat, you know? Big milk. I like the milk. I like the wood. wood. There was a lot of good food, though, speaking of grills, and uh, there was a lot of, like, steak sandwiches. Dude, I'm glad we did a shopper. We did Shopper's Corner in Santa Cruz. We did a... Sausage We got a bunch of sausages before we left, and uh, Drew was, like, Drew was kind of in love with the cheddar worse. He's like... Dude, that was now so on, good. all we're getting is cheddar work. That was so, so like, good. Yeah, those I didn't so get to try one. there. Very, very good. So yeah, yeah that was, that was delicious. Yeah, so there's more stories, more shenanigans. I mean, we talked about, you know, we had an hour long, hour and a half long episode that was full of, you know, hilarious stuff. Stop talking about the past, man. I know. We'll move on. So many hilarities ensued. A lot. Yeah. But I had the tundra, slept in the back of it. Um, laying out a tent, Ali had the dude. I was surprised how comfortable I was. I think I just like I did it. I did it right. You finally got to the point of like car camping, yeah, and not trying to. Well, I had the hybrid. Right, I had the nice. I had the nice mattress. Like, all he was poo-pooing it, but that thing is. I'm not awesome. poo-pooing anything. I'm just saying um, that mattress didn't fit in your 911. Oh, yeah, and I sat there and watched you try and to it, get it's it. It's a in. good it like. Awesome. It's a good like four or five inches thick too, so it's really comfortable. Foam. And then I brought three comforters, uh-huh. three blankets. So you can like lay them down on the ground yeah. before you have one to lay on. You have two on top. And then I brought two like thick memory foam pillows that are like kind of too thick for a bed because you're squishing into it, but perfect camping mm-hmm. style. And uh, and then I brought those little, um, you know, Night Eyes, that company. Yeah. The Have you seen the little uh, little diamond lights? Yeah. They're like these little like glow. At the cash register. These, these, yeah. yeah. And they, yeah. they change colors. Yeah. And you turn them on. They they go through the whole you spectrum. Like and you with yourself. And then you can set them at any. Or? But you can set them at any color you want in the whole spectrum. Whale songs? You, can, you or lost what? me. They need that officially. Whale songs? Okay. Gone. Anyways. Like, that's, a game. that's an awesome thing to have is a good oh. nightlight, dude. Stop looking at me. I didn't have to use my phone. All or... crystallized? Like all like... No, it's super clean. It's oh, all okay. diffused, dude. Okay. I thought it was that like you're setting like a mood in there with like the yellow No, blue you can. I put it on the white setting. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> dude, violently. Jeez, dude. Violently setting. Anyways, I was really cozy. I slept really well. I woke up refreshed. It was it was great. That's good. And times. that that turned yeah. that made for it nice was really trip. nice because I, we woke up and Lane was still there. That's right. <laughs> what the heck, dude? That's the first one of the. I was the last to leave. Um, on the Sunday. Day, on Sunday, yeah, I went and wow. watched the races. Um, with the two Pete's, P one and P two, we watched it from above Turn Five, which is like right down the road from our place. There was like. 30 people hanging out there watching the racing, yeah. like with their chairs with umbrellas and stuff. By the way, awesome little scene. Sounds great. The money, no object camper is a, you go call Bruce Canapa and have him build you something. Wow. Oh yeah. Dude, yeah. Like, so what, what, so Canapa is this shop that's here in Scotts Valley, Northern California. They're well known. They're known throughout the world for restoring Porsches, especially nine five nines. And they do resto mods and they do rest race preparation, all this stuff. 
But what not many people know is that Canapa, Bruce Canapa specifically has a factory in uh, Fresno Mm -hmm. that modifies and upfits and builds out big rigs. Like at one point they did 90% of all trailers for NASCAR. Yeah. And so they do toy haulers, race haulers, like all of this stuff, but like top, top levels. These are million dollars. Yeah. Million plus easily. And they had this one balconies on the roof and just, yeah, every single thing you could imagine. So they had this one truck that, that was at the track um, and it was a cab over style, like Prevost size kind of a thing, big full size truck. It was be- like this dark gray, really, really tastefully done, like all shaped, simple, no, like, so, yeah, so. no hardware, no extra anything. It had a four it was like car the race car of big rigs. Yeah. The four car stacker took the back half and then the front half was this like full blown camper, by the way, no slide outs. It looked so clean. Yeah. Um, and it like it had every it was it was the most perfect like weekend warrior race setup <laughs> you could imagine yeah. weekend warrior with like, like a money no object million to no, this yeah. is like a five million dollar yeah, rig okay. yeah, there you go very yeah. nice um shout out to canapa and if you go on to uh camping while awesome on instagram you'll see a picture of this very rig oh yeah and canapa was driving around his 993 roof turbo r which kind of matched the camper and and that nardo gray so good oh, oh was God. that that was his that was his i saw him later who in the was weekend. driving the 959 then i don't know i don't know not him hmm. yeah i saw him at yeah bonhams. he always drives a 959 sc yeah. around i saw him at bonhams in that thing and then gordon murray was walking in i said uh, hello Hey there, governor. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. We got uh, Jason Camisa and I got Gordon Murray's signature on both of the Driving Ambition books. Oh, how'd you do that? He was walking by. He but stopped to it? look at Ben Clymer's M1 that yeah. was next to my car. Yeah. He looked the moment he just looked over the M1 to look at my car. Then he was F. He like turned. He immediately dismissed my car, by the way. But Jason and I were sitting there. Jason was like dude let's go get let's go talk to him so we both got up and i grabbed the two you had him in your car of driving ambition in my car oh you brought him because i thought to myself if gordon murray if i see him and he's not bombarded with people i want him to at least sign one of these for me so we grabbed both books and ran over there jason stopped him started talking to him and I was like, please sign. Did he sign the co- inside cover or the He outside? signed the inside title page. Nice. It says Gordon Murray and everything. And then I had, so I had him one, do one with nothing, just as Gordon Murray. And then one, which was the original one that I bought when the book came out back yep. in the 90s at Barnes & Noble. Um, that one I had him sign to me. With and then I signed it too. And then yeah. Magnus Walker. Yeah. Because you never yeah. know. I mean, of course, Magnus Walker. And, and like, Skeletor. Skeletor. All right, I think that's podcast. And Gargamel. Gargamel. Is that all? That's it. Okay. It's Curly Whirlies, baby. Bye-bye. See ya.